Thank you for joining this episode of Agape Love Church with your host, Reverend Tisha Shepherd. We are so happy you are here. Without further ado, here's your host, the Reverend Tisha Shepherd. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Agape Love in the Church. I am your host, Reverend Tisha Shepherd. In this exciting episode, I will cover the five types of love that are introduced in the Bible. Some say there are only four, others say there are seven. I will discuss how these five kinds of loves are different. I will examine biblical scriptures that are associated with these five kinds of loves. I will give you real life examples of what each love is about. Stay with us as we explore these different kinds of love of the Bible. You will not want to miss this exciting topic on Agape Love and the Church. The first kind of love is apathemia. It means desire in Greek. Apathemia is a neutral word, meaning it can be expressed in a good or bad, healthy or unhealthy, functional or dysfunctional ways. When we think about our appetite or lust, our desire, our craving, and our passion, we are describing apathemia. Scripture for apathemia is can be found in Ephesians 2, 1 through 3, by grace through faith, and you were dead in the trespass and sins in which you once walked following the course of the world, following the prince of the power of the air, and the spirit that is now at work in the sons of the disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passion of our flesh, carrying out the desires of a body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind can also be found in Galatians 5, 16 through 17. Keep in step with the Spirit, by I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will be gratified, the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. Example. This love can be the love that is felt at the beginning of courtship. The second kind of love is called eros. Eros is the Greek word for sexual love. This love is a romantic love or sexual love. The scriptures for eros are the Song of Solomon 2, 3 through 6. As an apple tree among the trees of the forest, so is my beloved among the young men. With great delight I sat in his shadow, and his fruit was sweet by the taste. He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Sustain me with raisins, refresh me with apples, for I am sick with love. His left hand is under my head, and his right hand embraces me. Second one comes from Song of Solomon as well, one two. The bride confesses her love. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is better than wine. Example 
Aros is a vital part of marriage, but it is not the only part of marriage. If you have not read the book Son of Solomon, I so suggest that you read it. It is a huge love story uh, from Solomon uh, to his beloved, and a wonderful, wonderful story. The third is, um, it's spelled a little different. It's spelled S-T-O-R-G-E, but it's actually pronounced Storge or Storge. This is the love we feel for relatives. Storge conveys the picture of the type of love that a parent has for his or her children. Love which seeks to care for them and provide for their needs, marked by affection, comfort, uh, nutrients and commitment for their safety, their development, and their very survival. Scriptures for this were hard for me to pick just one or two, but I picked one from Mark uh, 10, 28 through 30. Peter began to say to him, and he's talking to Jesus. He says to Jesus, see, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, truly, I say to you, there is no one who has left the house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel who will not receive a hundredfold. Now is the time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution and the aged, the age to come eternal life. The other one I chose was from John. 16 through 18. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. 18 says, whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. The fourth love is philia. Philia is the word used to convey a closeness or a fondness that develops as two people choose to befriend each other and who work to build friendship in a relationship with one another within or outside of their family relationship. So C.S. Lewis is quoted in saying that philia can be considered inside or outside. These are people who that are in your group, your inner circle, if you will, of friends, people that you share the same insight with, the same vision. You may share the same theology, uh, the same interests as well. These are people that you truly make a choice to be friends with. They're not family. They're people um, that you might work with. They might be other clergy. These are people that you just make a choice because you have those interests with them. And that is the love of philia. The final love that we're going to talk about today is the love of agape. Agape love equals the steady intention of the will to others' highest good. God is the source of this kind of agape love. 1 John 4.19 says, We love because He, meaning God, first loved us. 
This love, this agape love, is characterized by an unselfishness and an unconditional love, even to the point of sacrifice. It's an absolute love that doesn't judge based on performance. This type of love is a tremendous gift and a blessing. But sadly, many don't grow up receiving this type of love. Marriage is two people each making an unconditional covenant of commitment to an imperfect person. Forgiveness and agape love will be necessary because you will let each other down, but you can still love agape love each other because it's a love of choice. Next week on the podcast of Agape Love in the Church, I will uncover why agape love is so vital to the church and why if agape love is not given in the church, that it can be hurtful for all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Agape Love in the Church. I'm your host, Reverend Tisha Shepherd. I pray our Lord surrounds you with blessings. Until we meet again, I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Agape Love in the Church, hosted by the Reverend Tisha Shepherd, and brought to you always by Worship with Tish Ministry. Have a blessed day.